This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. For and against. A couple years ago, we went to a church conference, and the director said something in one of his presentations that really resonated with something my husband and I had been discussing around the same time. And that is this. One of the greatest perceived failings of the modern church is that we put more thought into what we're against than what we're for. As in, in a survey of modern America, this was actually listed as one of the top five reasons people stopped going to church. All they heard was the negative, the don't do, the can't have, the stay away from. And the negatives are important. They are. God is pretty clear on what we shouldn't do, right? But, but, if we carve out those places, what are we then filling them with? I kind of look at it like this. A successful diet isn't one that just says, eliminate these foods, right? Because if you just cut out chips or dessert or saturated fats or whatever, and you don't fill your meals with anything else in their place, what happens? Well, you get hungry. A successful diet is one that says, eat this. Instead of a banana muffin, have a banana. Instead of chips, have some hummus, that sort of thing. Now, I'm not saying I'm an experienced dieter, I'm actually not, but I have certainly noticed that when I'm focused on getting, say, my five servings of fruit and veggies a day, I don't have as much room for junk food. If I make conscious decisions to eat something healthy first, then I don't often get around to eating the unhealthy stuff. This is true of spiritual health, too. So yeah, we definitely 100% do need to avoid some things. But if all you preach and teach is a system of don't, you leave your people empty. And that makes the way for apostasy and legalism. When it comes to faith, we need to be careful to focus on how to fill ourselves with him. That is the number one most important thing. Because if we're filled up with his spirit, there's no room left for the sin. If we're full of his love, there isn't room for hate. If we're dwelling in him and he in us, that old man's going to fade away. We're not going to desire the same old junk. If we're basking in his grace, we won't even notice the so-called lack we now have of those things of the world. We'll only notice the fruit of his presence. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be known as the person who doesn't dot dot dot. Even if that doesn't is an important distinction. I mean, yeah. I am absolutely the person who doesn't murder. (laughs) I am the person who doesn't steal. I don't commit perjury. But that doesn't tell you a thing about what I am or what I do. This holds true in the church as well. We can't just be known for the sins we don't embrace. We have to be known for the spiritual fruit we do produce. Let us be known for our kindness and goodness and self-control, for our giving and serving and need-meeting, Let's be known for being Jesus' hands and feet in a hurting world, not for just shaking a finger at the world and judging. Let's not just be against things. Let's stand for things as well. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network, 
please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.